Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace, they are dance masters, and they also are going to teach me a thing or two about the Bible. Uh, yeah, wow, dance masters, love it. Y'all can't uh, see it, but but I guess it's actually it. it's, it's actually beautiful. dance Bible study. Today is oh. going to be an episode of dance Bible study, so we're going to be yep. dancing the whole time instead of drinking the whole time. I. Uh, Okay, interesting. So we're just going to be like panting it out of breath while you try to read the <laughs> Sweating. Bible. Sweating. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, would, would that make for good good radio, good uh, podcast? I don't know about Definitely that. Definitely not. Yeah. But but people can imagine in their mind, and hopefully they imagine us as very, very, very skilled dancers. Oh, hopefully. And then yeah. it's good well, radio. one of us is a very skilled dancer, Dedeker. Mm. Oh, why, thank you. And Jace, you really killed that one audition that was really hard that both of us went to. Oh, my gosh. You were great. It, no. <laughs> right, there's there's this one, okay, I have to fill in our audience, there's this one dance audition that both Emily and Jace got sent on that apparently Stone. was so traumatic because you've been talking about it for decades now. <laughs> no, like years and years later. Not decades, We still talk years. about this. Yes. We, both of us like act and also do a little dance, right? And like back a, we're when movement we, people, we move, right. but that's it. Like in a musical or something. Yeah. And we both got sent out on this audition to like, be backup dancers for some European pop star that we had never heard of who was doing like covers of like pop versions of songs from The Lion King and like weird <laughs> shit. Sounds like a great show. Yeah. Why didn't they cast was, you on the spot? Yeah, you would have been good. <laughs> it was probably great. But we had to like flip and fall on the ground <laughs> yeah. and turn no. and stuff. It was so like They probably wanted very technically, highly technically trained dancers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. So we were there with like legit dancers. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, here's, yeah. here's the pro tip. From someone who did dance professionally, but also was not necessarily 100% classically trained because I was kind of a belly dancer for a long time. Uh-huh. Pro tip, I have left dance auditions. I have I was too. tempted. In the middle. In the middle of the choreography where I'm just like, mm, no, not my style. Gonna just go. Yeah. No shame. Yeah. You just yeah. leave. I thought about it, but then I was like, you know what? I, this isn't a field I care to be in, so it's not like I'm going to embarrass myself in a field that matters to me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick it out. And I did, thankfully, get cut in the first cut. Oh, God. yeah, me too. But that was still after an hour or so of dancing with really... We like, got a good workout. Like, Emily was there. She's <laughs> like, oh, that person was on So You Think You Can Dance. And, like, that person was, you know, just oh, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so was that okay. person. Jeez. Anyway. Anyways. Anyway, um, so none of us are yeah. professional dancers, but you can imagine that we are. Yes. Yes. Or just imagine that we're making fools of ourselves up here, mm-hmm. which is definitely what we're doing every week. But that's fine. That adds to the fun. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember what happened last week. I know that there was a fire and some people got thrown into it. That was fun. Well, there was a reference to the King of Babylon roasting some people up. Right. Yes. Like a little yeah. barbecue. Exactly. The, the big thing is Babylon has now taken over. Mm-hmm. That yes. we've jumped, that now all the stuff that Jeremiah was saying was gonna happen has happened. Yeah. They're, they are captives now. And Yahweh's message. We, they are occupied. Yahweh's message has now shifted to be now about the liberation from Babylon instead so of weird to me. gloom and doom. So funny. Yeah, and Jeremiah sent a letter. Oh, yeah. Yes, there was a letter. To the captives to be like, settle in, get comfy. Yeah. Have some wives. You're going to be here gonna a while. Be, have some children. Going to be a bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. 70 years, actually. Don't hold your yeah. breath. Get a hobby. <laughs> Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. so that was fun. Um, I wonder how long Jeremiah is going to last through all of this. Like, is he just going to be the world's oldest prophet and last another 70 years? Or No, I don't mm. think he makes it to the end. Oh. Oh, spoilers. Jeez. Like, you don't think he makes it to the end of his own book? Or just <laughs> no, to the I end of... Well, Samuel certainly didn't. <laughs> yeah, Samuel didn't. <laughs> That's true. We have a precedent. Uh, Indeed. No, I think he'll make it to the end of his own book. I mean, I, I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure. And But he will not make it to be freed. He will die while uh, while they're still in 
Babylonia. In captivity. I would love yeah. it, though, if he doesn't make it to the end of his own book, and then the rest of the book is just his little scribe. Oh, that'd be fun. Just being like, wow, that guy was bonkers, wasn't he? <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> anyway, this whole captivity thing kind of sucks. I've been trying to find a new job or some kind of Babylonian uh, official or something. Like, they do pay pretty decent. Like, I can't really complain. <laughs> It's just oh, the scribe's stream of consciousness for the rest of the book of Jeremiah. That would be amazing. That would be a weird turn. A really weird turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. What are you two drinking for this Oh, fine goodness. Okay. Yeah. I Episode 162. I am having a goat beer from Mountain Goat Brewery here in Australia. And oh. right there on the label, it promises to be a very enjoyable beer. <laughs> Is it so, like a Pilsner? A blonde? Yeah, like a lager, a light, I would say. A lager. You know, okay. something just easy and drinkable and, and very enjoyable. Right. Lovely. Nice. How about you, Jace? I, so, okay, on the social medias, I have been advertised this alcohol-free whiskey. Oh, yeah. I've seen that, too. That's a great bottle. Yeah, it is a cool bottle. It's beautiful. And what's funny is, since buying this, I've now been advertised other brands that do it, too. So I might have to venture down this and see what they're all about. But... One of the use cases that they mentioned on their site was, was that you Bible could, study. Was Bible study? Yes. <laughs> Amazing. The other use case was uh, to mix it with real whiskey if you just want to like reduce the strength of your drinks or your cocktails or something. And so I tried Still, it. Still, why would you want to do that? I oh, hey, it doesn't hey. taste anything like whiskey. As I'm not talking time. to you. I'm talking to Chase. <laughs> wow. You don't want to talk to the resident I, I understand why you would want to do it. Did you have something to add, Dedeker? Well, no, because I was so rudely <laughs> stomped on. Apparently, you two have your conversation about the alcohol-free whiskey. Please, go no, ahead. No, I'm just saying, I, I understand why Dedeker would do it because um, Dedeker has a low tolerance for alcohol. I have a low tolerance. And this is yes. wild, but sometimes in bars, if I'm like feeling I, I really want to keep it together tonight, I will ask people, can you make me a cocktail, but with half a shot instead. Oh, smart. And I will still right. pay for a full shot. Yeah. That's my, that's my penance for being low tolerance. It's very smart. But very smart. I will do that. Yeah. I, I did have a thought of this would be useful to have on hand if you have a friend who tends to get too drunk when they're over at your place. Oh. That you could just sort of, after a, the first couple, you just sort of switch them to this. <laughs> but, but anyway. You said it doesn't taste anything like whiskey, though. So they it, would know. If they were mixed, here's the thing on its own, it's, it's a little weird. It like tastes a little bit cinnamony. There's something they put in it that's a little bit bitter to kind of give that like burniness to it, I think. It's almost like they put bitters in it. And so I found that making a mixed drink that's literally just whiskey and then fake whiskey as the mixed drink actually kind of comes out. Does it count as a mixed drink at that point? <laughs> well, with all the like aromatics that are put in there, I guess it does. That's right. fun. Mm. Right. So it almost ends up in the territory of something like a rusty nail hmm. or some kind of a drink that is more of that like aromatics kind of a thing. So that's what I'm having right now. Lovely. Weird, but lovely. Yeah. Um, How about you, Em? Yeah, I did kind of a spin on a French 75. Um, this is a cucumber mint Ooh. French 75, sort of. I, I need to get a working title in order. Yeah. But yeah, I, I it's with gin and lime and mint and muddled cucumber. And then the topper is Prosecco. And it's great. It's super refreshing. Yeah. The end of summer is near. Mm. The start of spring is coming for Dedeker. So it kind of works for everyone. Oh, yeah. Um, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So I highly recommend I'll post it for sure. A drink for all hemispheres. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. I'll post it on the Drunk Bible Study Patreon. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. It's time. Oh, my. Let's do this. Okay. Today, we are continuing on with Jeremiah. Only two chapters today, but they are longos. We have Jeremiah chapters 31 and 32, and then we'll be reading Psalms 48 and 49. If you want to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in Jeremiah 31-32. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us, or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, oh, I'm going to say it. It's Jeremiah 31. <laughs> <laughs>
At that time, says Yahweh, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Now, I read this when I was standing here, and I was like, wait a minute, at what time? I, I forget, like, where we are. I would like some sort of preface. Yes. Yeah. So I just looked that up. And basically, here, I'll read you the King James Version, because I had a fun time with this earlier. Oh, okay. So this is when he was talking about the Lord saving them from being in captivity and stuff like that. The last verse from last time was, The fierce anger of the Lord shall not return until he hath done it and until he have performed the intents of his heart. In the latter days, ye shall consider it. Latter-day Saints, yes. But it's basically him swooping in and saving everybody. Okay, okay. And so, so he's already cut to the point where afterwards, when I'm a good boy, God, again. When I'm a good God. <laughs> good God. When I'm a kind yeah. father. Once more, I say. Right. Okay, we're out of we're we're out of stick. Back to carrot. Cool. Okay, tasty. At that time, says Yahweh, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says Yahweh, the people who were left of the sword found favor in the wilderness, even Israel, when I went to cause him to rest. What? Like <laughs> die? Yeah, probably. Or okay. let's see. Here's what Eugene has to say. Uh-huh. They found... Okay, weird. He's gotten really poetic here. This is verse two. This is the way God put it, colon, quote. They found grace out in the desert, those people who survived the killing. Israel, out looking for a place to rest, met God out looking for them. Oh, okay, Eugene. it's like a Hallmark special. <laughs> it is. It really that, is. That's cute. <laughs> they like hug each other. They find each other in the wilderness and they run towards each other. It was, it was you all along. It's Christmas for some reason. One of them is a prince. We don't know why. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't, you know, I don't see that happening, but here we are. Yep. <laughs> Yahweh appeared of old to me. I don't know who this me is. Maybe the scribe, maybe the Jeremiah. Who knows? Saying, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn you. Again will I build you, and you shall be built. O virgin of Israel, again shall you be adorned with your tambourines. And oh, she'll just go covered in tambourines. Finally. Finally. Just yes, just all over the place. Earrings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> on the belt, attached to your wrists. <laughs> And shall go forth in the dances of those who make merry. See, we we knew that this was coming. It was a dance-heavy episode. <laughs> Again, shall you plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall enjoy the fruit of it. For there shall be a day that the watchmen on the hills of Ephraim shall cry, Arise you and let us go up to Zion, to Yahweh our God. For thus says Yahweh, Sing with gladness for Jacob. Yeah, now it's like a party. Yeah. Yes, it is. Now it's like now he's he's like just don't worry y'all. At the end of this really really intense period, we're going to have a pizza party and it's going to be great. Yeah, we're going to yes. have a pizza party. There will be singing and dancing. Um some of you will not make it to that pizza party, but some of you will. So look forward to it. 70 years be there or be square. <laughs> Whoever's alive, alive enough to come to a pizza party yeah. is going to yeah. get a sick-ass pizza party and uh, yeah. covered in tambourines. <laughs> All these grandmas and grandpas. Right, and so many tambourines. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Every table gets a tambourine. Yeah. Uh, okay, so sing with gladness for Jacob and shout for the chief of the nations. Publish you, praise you, and say, Yahweh, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them from the north country and gather them from the uttermost parts of the earth. And with them, the blind and the lame, the woman with child and her who travails with child together, a great company shall they return here. Travails. Travails with child together? Yes. 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 They shall come with weeping and with petitions. I will lead them. I will cause them to walk by rivers of waters in a straight way in which they shall not stumble. For I am a father of Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Huh? Okay, hold on. So it's going to be a pizza party, but they're going to come to me crying. But they're not going to stumble. It's going to be okay. But they're going to be like begging me the entire time. I think Yahweh is just like getting off at this point. Oh my god! Like gosh. this is his fantasy, right? Like it's going to be this huge oh, for party sure. because they're just going to be bending over backwards with how sorry they are and how much they love me. Yeah, 10 bucks says nah. 
So in, in Eugene's translation, he says tears of joy. Okay. So maybe. That's nice. That's nice, maybe? Eugene. That's nice. Maybe? Good, good maybe? spin. Maybe? Yeah. Also, wait, wait, who is saying this? Ephraim is my firstborn. Is this Jacob? Or sorry, J- Jeremiah? This is Jeremiah? Yahweh. This is still Yahweh talking through Jeremiah, of course. Okay. Is but who is Ephraim? Is he Jeremiah's firstborn or is he just a dude? <laughs> so <laughs> I think this is one of those cases where we're using Ephraim as more of a general term for all of his descendants. Yeah, well, Ephraim was one of the sons of Joseph, so one of the tribes. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Man- Manasseh and Ephraim were Joseph's sons, who were yes. both sons of Israel, aka Jacob. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think it's, I think the whole like sons and firstborns and stuff in this time is not so specific like we have it. It's like the son of this person is like literally any descendant of theirs. Okay. Yeah, well, that's why Jacob pops up all the time is because everyone is considered a son of Jacob. But he's right. important. Yes. Right. Okay. David in the chat says that Ephraim is a poetic name for Northern Israel. Okay. There you go. Cool. Even better. There you go. Yeah. Because that was where their territory was. Yeah. Beautiful. Hear the word of Yahweh, you nations, and declare it in the isles afar off, and say, He who scattered Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd does his flock. For Yahweh has ransomed Jacob and redeemed him from the hand of him who was stronger than he. There's a lot of he's and him's. They shall come and sing in the height of Zion and shall flow to the goodness of Yahweh, to the grain and to the new wine and to the oil and to the young of the flock and of the herd. And their soul shall be as a watered garden and they shall not sorrow anymore at all. A watered garden. <laughs> I love it. Versus okay. what? Like a cactusy garden? Mm. Well, no. I mean, versus like a garden that has had a drought like most of the yeah. plants yes. in Los Angeles are experiencing right now. Yes. Right. Sadly. Yes. Yeah. Then shall the virgin rejoice. Okay, who is this virgin? Is it just like any old virgin? This is Israel. Yes. Uh Oh. Now, this is the usual Israel is a virgin because oh, yeah. we like no, it. She's and not. therefore She's a virgin until we don't like her and then she's a whore. Got it. Who's yeah. been of awful course. and committed of adultery. Course. But then when we do like her, she's back to being a virgin again. Yep. That whole duality. Yep. Yeah, of yep, course, yep, because yep. virgins are great and anyone else sucks. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance and the young men and the old together for I will turn their mourning into joy and I will comfort them and make them rejoice for their sorrow. I will satiate the soul of the priests with fatness. Oh my. And my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, says Yahweh. Thus says Yahweh. Okay, yeah, we're starting a new message now. Oh, okay. So verse verse 15 in Eugene says, again, God's message. So that's kind of like end of one one message. Now we're moving on to a second one. Okay, everyone's going to be satiated. And now, thus is Yahweh. A voice is heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping. Rachel weeping for her children. This is like Rachel the second, maybe? No, Rachel the first. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Rachel. The, the Rachel, oh. the one who was the mother to Joseph and Benjamin. Got it. Okay, so we are talking about her. Yeah. yeah, in the same way we were talking about Jacob, same same deal. Okay. That there's only one mother of everyone. Oh. And it's whichever mother you happen to choose in their lineage. <laughs> I didn't, I just didn't expect that like a woman would be talked about ever, you know? That, I mean, that is true. This is unusual. Yeah. Well, but but she's weeping. She's an unhappy woman, so that's okay. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. So we got to talk so about the unhappy woman. Okay, cool. Okay, so um, Rachel weeping for her children. She refuses to be comforted for her children because they are no more. Well, I'm assuming she is no more either. (laughs) Thus says Yahweh, refrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears for your work shall be rewarded, says Yahweh, and they shall come again from the land of your enemy. There is hope for your latter end, says Yahweh. And your <laughs> yeah, latter I'm, end. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm There's glad. hope for your candy ass. Uh, that is what that is what the rock would say. Yes. <laughs> that is what the rock is saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and your children shall come again to their own border. I have surely heard Ephraim bemoaning himself thus. You have chastised me, and I was chastised. 
as a calf unaccustomed to the yoke. Turn you, me, and I shall be turned, for you are Yahweh my God. That was my Ephraim voice. Oh, that's okay. good. That's good. good. It's like an annoying Spot little candy on. ass. Yeah. Exactly. Correct. <laughs> Surely after that I was turned, I repented. And after that I was instructed, I struck on my thigh, and I was ashamed, <laughs> yes, even confounded, because I did bear the reproach of my youth. Is Ephraim my dear son? What is happening? Who is talking? Is this God? <laughs> yeah, hold on. Who is talking right now? I don't know. <laughs> um, this is Ephraim, Ephraim talking. About himself? Which may just mean all of the people of Israel talking. Yes. Can we, how does, how does Eugene navigate this? Yeah. Boy. This deep, dark forest of <laughs> linguistics. Oh, I see. I think there may have been an end quote in there that we missed. So you, okay, there was no quote of any yeah. kind, but no, I we know. just had we just have to like think we we have to try to like divine it out, try to figure <laughs> yeah. out where it is. I, I I also another important question that Annalisa in the chat is asking because Emily talked about what you striking your own thigh. And she's asking, is this one of those moments where thigh actually means penis? Because we have come across that before. Or also, I think sometimes we've come across thigh actually meaning your balls. Oh, I thought it was a butt, but it wasn't, right. I guess. Okay. Okay. Could be any of those. Good, 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 good. Uh, okay, yeah. So here's what I have found. In the King James Version, it refers to that as, oh boy, oh boy. Um, Right. Verse 19 says, I repented, and after that I was instructed, I smote upon my thigh. So, still thigh. That does not clarify. Could be anywhere in that region. This seems important to know what you're smoting. The New International Version says my breast. Oh. oh. And Eugene says pounding on my chest. Mm. So, I think this is more of a gesture of suffering. Of more that like I'm... Punching yourself in the dick. <laughs> Good Dedeker. 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 It's always Dedeker. It's always yeah. Dedeker. <laughs> uh, the, the Jewish Bible also says I struck my thigh in shame and remorse. So I think it's more of like a self-flagellation. Well, I want to get to the bottom of that. Okay, I'm gonna fine. I'm gonna we'll find the penis connection. I'm gonna find it. Someday we'll find Someday it. We'll find it. <laughs> the penis connection. Oh my god. Okay. Um have y'all seen uh, like angels and demons? Is it angels and demons or is it uh, the Da Vinci Code where the guy like is smacking himself? Yeah, the Da Vinci Code, the the self-flagellation. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you mean every single movie about Catholics ever? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yeah, that, that is a good trope. That That is, is very a good cinematic. Trope. Yeah. Yeah, but like, you know, you're doing that. It could be anywhere. It could be on your chest. It could be on your thigh. It could be on your dick. It could be wherever. Right? That's true. Yeah. I, I suppose. I, I don't know if there's rules around that. The beauty of self-chastisement is that you can kind of... The beauty of it. <laughs> Beautiful. Choose your okay. own path. Adventure. Quiet. Yes. Okay. But, right. but to go back to the actual question I was trying to answer is that... Yes. So the contrition of Ephraim is that whole thing about like, you trained me like a horse that didn't know how to horse good, but now I'm obedient. And... I'm ashamed and I beat on my thigh slash chest slash penis. And then, end quote, and then, oh, Ephraim is my son, is Yahweh talking again. Okay. 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 Thank you. Here we are. Is Ephraim my dear son? Is he a darling child? Hmm. Uh, uh, uh. See my darling little baby boy? Aww. For as often as I speak against him, I do earnestly remember him still. <laughs> Therefore, my heart yearns for him. I will surely have mercy on him, says Yahweh. Set up road signs. Make guideposts. Set your heart toward the highway, even the way by which you went. Turn again, virgin of Israel. Turn again to these your cities. How long will you go here and there, you backsliding daughter? <laughs> Jeez, oh okay, I just oh really back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. He hate, listen, Yahweh hates women. It's okay. It's okay. He loves the sons, hates the daughters. We know that. Yeah, obviously, clearly. For Yahweh has created a new thing in this earth. A woman shall encompass a man. Oh. Excuse me? 
Uh, I'm sorry, what? How dare we suggest such a thing? Yeah, what? I don't know. He's created a new thing. Maybe you meant like way later. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you... Oh, what? Yeah, sorry, did you figure it out? No, Annalisa just said more penis stuff. Like, well, <laughs> you know. It does, sound, it does sound like that. I'm just wondering if that's what it's it all could about be here. Anything, though. It could be sexual. It could be, oh my God, beware, feminism is coming. It could be <laughs> like anything. Like, way later, guys, <laughs> but it's coming, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it's, it's 22. Okay, here's, this is fun. This, this is fun. The, the NIV says the Lord will create a new thing on earth. The woman will return to the man. A little bit different. Uh, that's a little different, return. Eugene. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to write this down also. We got to get to the bottom of this one also. Maybe we'll find the penis connection as well. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes and Kermit. Okay. Uh, hang on though. Um, now, okay. The Jewish Bible says something a little bit different. This is the complete... Jewish Bible. This one is complete. Let's just be clear on that. Okay. It says, For Adonai has created something new on earth, colon, a woman with the strengths of a man. Oh, the strengths. A little bit different there. And then Eugene. Of course. Eugene. God will create a new thing in this land, colon. A transformed woman will embrace the transforming God. He was just like, I don't know what to do with this. I hate feminism, but I don't know how to deal. So, right. Yeah. He's like, listen, I also hate women. So I'm not going to make it sound better. <laughs> I hate suggesting feminism or trans people. Yeah. So we got to, we got to go somewhere else. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But a transformed woman, maybe he was pro trans like before his time. I don't know. I find that highly unlikely. Yeah. But... No, I don't, I don't think so either. Yeah. It, I, okay. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, yet again shall they use this speech in the land of Judah and in the cities of it when I shall bring again their captivity. Yahweh, bless you. He's saying that to himself right now, by the way. (laughs) Habitation of righteousness, mountain of holiness, Judah and all the cities of it shall dwell therein together, the farmers and those who go about with flocks. For I have satiated the weary soul, and every sorrowful soul have I replenished. Everyone. On this I awakened and saw, and my sleep was sweet to me. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Good for you. You had a good night's sleep. A great nap. Well done. That makes one of us. (laughs) Behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will sow the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the seed of man and with the seed of animal. Great. Um, what is he cooking up back there? He's just going to go nuts like seed everywhere. We don't know what's going to happen. Yep. Okay. He's playing God. I suppose he is. Wow. Uh, okay. Uh, it shall happen that, like as I have watched over them to pluck up and to break down and to overthrow and to destroy and to afflict, so will I watch over them to build and to plant, says Yahweh. In those days, they shall say no more. The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. Well, okay, so Whoa. garbage grapes are back. Yeah, garbage grapes good. are back, and kids' teeth are is like this, sharks. What is this? A, is this? A, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think, I don't so. think that's what it means that their teeth are on edge. What does it mean? <laughs> It's like when you eat something really bitter and like feels like your teeth are on edge. I think that's... Oh, that's like tannins. That's like uh, sourness. Yeah, I think he's making a metaphor that the dad eats the sour grape, but the kids bear the consequence of it, which you know he Mm. loves. He He loves loves that. that. And I really hate that. I'm sorry. I don't think... Yeah. Yeah. That's not fair at all. Okay. But everyone shall... Oh, oh, wait. What? Sorry, yeah. Sorry, read one more verse and then I got to tell you what's happening here. Eugene just told me. Oh, good. But everyone shall die for his own iniquity. Every man who eats the sour grapes, his teeth shall be set on edge. Behold, the days come. Oh, oh. You got it. Oh, I'm sorry. That was like the same. It felt like it was the same. (laughs) It almost was. Yeah, yeah. That's what we had previously written. Yes. Here's what Eugene says. And now this kind of makes sense. He says, when the time comes... 
you won't hear the old proverb anymore. Parents ate the green apples, their children got the stomach ache. No, each person will pay for his own sin. You eat green apples, you're the one that gets sick. Oh, I see. So he's like, you know that thing that I love doing? I'm switching. Oh, well, thanks, Eugene. So he's actually on your side, Em. Oh, okay. So he's not all about like punishing the kids. He's changed his mind. Wow. Is he going to change it back? It's like, you know what? This whole like the sons paying for the sins of their fathers didn't actually stop the fathers from committing the sins. So what if I actually just punish the people that do it? Yeah. That sounds like a better plan. Yeah. What a thought. Okay. Um, thanks, Eugene. Behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I make with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they broke, although I was a husband to them, says Yahweh. A father and a husband, the best, yeah. the best combination. Ew, that's horrifying. I'm sorry, that's horrifying. Yeah. You know, Th- this I'm is sorry. interesting though. Yeah. That he's making a new covenant that's different from the one he made with them. Because up until now, everyone keeps referencing that original covenant that he made with them coming out of Israel with Moses. I mean, this is kind of a big deal potentially that he's like, you know what? Actually, we're gonna we're gonna kind of start over. New contract. This one didn't work out. <laughs> I mean, I held up my side and you didn't, but like you know, we'll look past that and we'll make a new one. I just, okay, bear with me for a minute. Like, I'm thinking about Yahweh up in the sky or wherever he is, you know, in the universe somewhere. Like, Uh making all of, like, thinking about all these things and he had a lot of time to think because he pushed all of his people off to the side and he was like, okay, I've got 70 years to kind of chill and think about things. Mm. But, like, do you think today Yahweh's really distracted by, like, the internet and all of the good TV and stuff? Like, now there's actually good media versus yeah, before there was just nothing for him exactly, to really right. sink his teeth into. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I think that maybe that's why Yahweh hasn't shown himself to people anymore because he's, like, super he's, distracted mm. by the internet and, like, his phone and stuff. Like all of us. Yeah. Totally. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. it will, for Yahweh, being if he's able to kind of see everything, maybe it's like once we started writing, really? Because all of this is, like, mm. we're still not writing a lot of content but maybe as we get into the time that we're writing novels and books and plays and yeah. there was just more entertainment. The Renaissance. Yeah. 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 He was being entertained. He didn't have as much time to get bored and to like think about things and huh. and make his own excitement right. by doing these things to his people. This is an interesting theory. Mm-hmm. This is a very interesting theory, Emily. So we so basically it was just like his ant farm that got abandoned as soon as the television was invented. Yeah, now we're his Sims. But the ants made but the ants made the televisions. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah, and he's Wow, look at what my ant farm made. Yeah, this is <laughs> that's amazing. pretty cool. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay, sorry, I just wild existential thoughts while drinking and reading the Bible. <laughs> Anyways, here we go. <laughs> We're still back in this time period where he didn't have anything except for his own thoughts and his own boredom Mm -hmm. to excite him. But this is a covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says Yahweh. I will put my law in their inward parts. Yep. Yep. Oh, my. Right up in there. Yeah. And in their heart, I will write it and I will be their God and they shall be my people. They could have said that better. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, No, Yahweh, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, says Yahweh, for I will forgive their iniquity and their sin will I remember no more. Yeah, right. Okay, wow. Wait, so I'm looking at what Eugene's saying here. And basically, like, they're not going to go around teaching people about me anymore, saying like, no Yahweh, because they're just going to know. That's not what happened. They're just going to know. Like the people who are in the know are just going to know. If you know, you know. Like if you have to ask, you can't afford Yahweh. Exactly. (laughs) The first rule of Yahweh is that you don't speak about Yahweh. Yeah, right. If you know, you know. And then that then they'll be forgiven for their sins. And that's just the state of things. Okay. Wow. This is interesting because this is not messaging I've ever heard mentioned being raised Christian coming up in the Old Testament, you know, coming up in the Hebrew Bible. I've never heard this type of messaging of like, 
God was just like, yeah, actually, you know what? I'm just going to kind of forgive you for everything, and I'm all up in you. <laughs> in your inward parts. And what a message. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. <laughs> Thus says Yahweh, who gives the sun for a light by day, and the ordinances of the moon and of the stars for a light by night, who stirs up the sea so that the waves of it roar, Yahweh of hosts is his name. Am I right? I'm talking about myself. <laughs> what is the rock cooking? Yeah. <laughs> like a hype person. He's yeah. hyping himself right now. I love it. If these ordinances depart from before me, says Yahweh, then the seed of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus says Yahweh, if heaven above can be measured and the foundations of the earth searched out beneath, then I will also cast off all the seed of Israel for all that they have done, says Yahweh. Behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that the city shall be built to Yahweh from the tower of Hanalel, 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 to the gate of the corner. <laughs> the measuring line shall go out further, straight onward to the hill of Garib, and shall turn around about to go. Uh, Goa. (laughs) (laughs) Goa. 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 The whole valley of the dead bodies and of the ashes and all the fields to the brook Kidron to the corner of the horse gate toward the east shall be holy to Yahweh. It shall not be plucked up nor thrown down anymore forever. This is fascinating that I think this is the first time in a long time where we've gotten, again, very specific geographical map points listed. Mm. Like last time we got that was when Yahweh was dividing up the land between all the tribes where it's like, it's going to go from here to this point to that point. And then you're going to go back to the back 40 and that corner fence Mm -hmm. post. And then you're going to go all the way to this mountain range. Like this, it's been a while since we've gotten these kind of directions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that the way Eugene is phrasing this, which is basically saying when God's city is rebuilt, because remember, Judah was destroyed when the Babylonians came, and we did verify that in the bonus that there's like mm-hmm. archaeological evidence of that as well. But he's basically saying when it gets rebuilt, it's going to go from here to over here, and it's never going to fall again. Wow, what a promise! Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Wow, Emily, that was quite a chapter that you just read. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, yes. no shit. It was. <laughs> I think before we go on, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show, help keep this content coming to all of y'all out there. Number one, we would love it if you could just spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell them all to come on down to the DBS town. It'll never be destroyed again. We just found that out. So that's exciting. <laughs> Have them come on down. We would love just for more people to hang out with us to, at these live shows as well as listening to the episodes. It's a lot of fun. Also, we have our Facebook group, Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship, that's open to anyone. And come hang out, share memes and jokes and comment on the episodes and things like that. And then if you're able to support us financially, help us pay for hosting costs, keeping this show going, stuff like that, uh, the best way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash study, And you can sign up to be one of our parishioners there. And as a thank you, we have things like early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, and Emily's drink recipes every week. And we are back. And I'm going to dive right into Jeremiah chapter 32 because this is another long boy of a chapter. Let's do it. The word that came to Jeremiah from Yahweh in the 10th year of Zedekiah, king of Judah, which was the 18th year of Nebuchadrezzar. Now, at that time, the king of Babylon's army was besieging Jerusalem and Jeremiah the prophet was shut up in the court of the guard, which was in the king of Judah's house. Oh, such action. Yeah. Yeah, and it, somebody else is writing this, or maybe Jeremiah is writing this, I don't know, or his scribe. Yeah, maybe his scribe is is just writing what he sees. Should we cast someone as the scribe? Probably eventually. Oh. Mm. Yeah, we should think about that. Like yeah. a cute 
boy. A cute little boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be a cute little boy. It could be a cute little whoever. But whoever can play against Steve Buscemi as a little boy. Mm. Did we, Tom Holland, has he been cast? The current Spider-Man? Tom Holland's, I don't think Tom Holland's been cast. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of fun. I yeah. do like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's tentatively yeah. cast him. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's bring him in for a read. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For Zedekiah, king of Judah, had shut him up, saying, Why do you prophesy and say, Thus says Yahweh, Behold, I will give this city into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he shall take it. And Zedekiah, king of Judah, shall not escape out of the hand of the Chaldeans, but shall surely be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon. And shall... Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And shall speak with him mouth to mouth. Ooh. Oh. And his eyes uh, oh my. shall see his eyes. <laughs> cool. And he shall bring Zedekiah to Babylon, and there shall he be until I visit him, says Yahweh. Though you fight with the Chaldeans, you shall not prosper? Question mark. Okay, that got a little confusing because Zedekiah okay, Zedekiah has shut up Jeremiah in the court of the guard. Okay. And Zedekiah is like, why are you prophesying? Yeah, the court of the guard means jail. Okay. In jail. jail. Court of the guard is like the the euphemism for jail. And Zedekiah's like, why are you saying that I'm going to make out with the king of Babylon? (laughs) Because (laughs) it's hot. That's BS. (laughs) I'm going to throw you into the court of the guard. Jeremiah said, the word of Yahweh came to me saying, behold, Hanamel, the son of Shalom, your uncle, shall come to you, saying, Buy you my field that is in Anathoth, for the right of redemption is yours to buy it. So Hanamel, my uncle's son, came to me in the court of the guard, according to the word of Yahweh, and said to me, Please buy my field that is in Anathoth, which is in the land of Benjamin, for the right of inheritance is yours, and the redemption is yours. Buy it for yourself. Okay, hold on. I don't know what's happening. If you're inheriting it. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Why are you buying it? <laughs> I feel like Jeremiah is just stalling for time at this point. You know what? It's a good. It's a good tactic. Okay. It's like my yeah. cousin came by, and like there's this thing, like the feel, like the thing is like I need. I have to be the one to buy, like because there's like no one else to buy it. Like if yeah. I don't buy it, like it's no. going to go into probate, and I, like we can't have that. And so, mm, yeah. yeah, I think Jeremiah is just kind of he's having a time. But also, he's, he's like, time. and he always said this would happen, and so because it happened, yes. like, that's right. So. You making out with Babylon, like there it is. Making out with Babylon. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> making out with Babylon, that's another good hit sitcom along with Keeping Up With The Balls. It's <laughs> good. I don't know. Maybe that'd be more of a... It's like F-Boy Island that's currently on HBO Max. Oh. I was going to say, it's more of an HBO Max kind of show, I think. Yeah, right. That's good. Yeah, totally. Let's see. Making out with Babylon. Making out <laughs> with Babylon. Good. Okay, just going to make a little note of that. Great, great, great. We'll see who of our cast we want to bring in for that spinoff series. Well, that's going to be like okay. real people. Uh, okay. Okay, he came in. Yeah, buy it for yourself. But then I knew that this was the word of Yahweh. It's like, see, it happened. I bought the field that was in Anathoth of Hanamel, my uncle's son, and weighed him the money, even 17 shekels of silver. I subscribed the deed and sealed it and called witnesses and weighed him the money and the balances. And we got a notary to (laughs) sign off on it. And somehow I did all this from prison. So I I I thought this happened in the past. I thought that he was... While he's in prison, he's like, "Here's why I know this no, no, is no. true." It said, "Oh, was it? Uh, didn't he say that his uncle came to him in prison?" Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, so Hannibal, my uncle's son, came to me in the court oh, of the yeah. guard. Yeah, okay. He's yeah, doing all right. this okay. from the the clink. So you just brought him in the papers and the little like wax seal and you know all the stuff. And some weighs, some weights, some scales right. to weigh out the the shekels. Y'all got to see the Green Knight. Is all I'm saying. Just wax. I haven't watched it yet. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Everyone see it. Yes. It's so good. So I took the deed of the purchase, both that which was sealed, containing the terms and conditions, and that which was open. And I delivered the deed of the purchase to Baruch, the son of Neriah, the son of Masiah, in the presence of Hanamel, my uncle's son, and in the presence of the witnesses who subscribed the deed of the purchase before all the Jews who sat in the court of the guard. Great. (laughs) So lots of witnesses. I, Everyone saw or, this. Wait, hold on. Okay. Hold on, though. Is he setting up another object lesson? 
I hope so. Oh, okay. Is it going to be? And then I planted a bunch of garbage grapes in that and field. People ate them. Right. And, and that's exactly what you are, Israel. They threw up. <laughs> right. I charged Baruch before them, saying, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, Take these deeds, this deed of the purchase which is sealed, and this deed which is open, and put them in an earthen vessel that they may continue many days. Mm. Okay, yeah. Like, that's our filing cabinet, I suppose, back in these days. Yeah. Okay. For thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, houses and fields and vineyards shall yet again be bought in this land. Now, after I had delivered the deed of the purchase to Baruch, the son of Neriah, I prayed to Yahweh, saying, Ah, Lord Yahweh, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Is this Jeremiah? Yes. Still Jeremiah. There is nothing too hard for you who show loving kindness to thousands and recompense the iniquity of the fathers into the bosom of their children after them. The great, the mighty God, Yahweh of hosts is his name. Great in counsel and mighty in work whose eyes are open on all the ways of the sons of men to give everyone according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings, who performed signs and wonders in the land of Egypt, even to this day, both in Israel and among other men, and made you a name as in this day. Okay, what is he getting What is he getting I, to? I don't, I don't. Yeah, there's lots of hype so far. Is he going to make a big request? Lots of hype. So much hype. It's the I think it's got to be a request, right? It's got to be, please. It's before... The wrestling match happens. They're hyping. Yes. Yeah. They be hyping. And brought forth your people, Israel, out of the land of Egypt with signs and with wonders and with a strong hand and with an outstretched arm and with great terror and gave them this land, which you did swear to their fathers to give them, a land flowing with milk and honey. Mm. And they came in and possessed it, but they didn't obey your voice. (laughs) Yeah. Neither walked in your law. They have done nothing of all that you commanded them to do. Therefore, you have caused all this evil to come on them. Behold, the mounds, they are come to the city to take it. And the city is given into the hand of the Chaldeans who fight against it because of the sword and of the famine and of the pestilence. And what you have spoken has happened. And behold, you see it. (laughs) You have said to me, Lord Yahweh, buy you the field for money and call witnesses, whereas the city is given into the hand of the Chaldeans. Okay, so is Jeremiah like, Yahweh told me to go buy this field while we're actively in the middle of an invasion? Does Yahweh... Wait, does Jeremiah, like, own land? Is he not just, like, walking from place to place? Now he's a... Screaming? Now he's a landowner. Yeah. Well, now... Now, like a... You know, like a regular Charles Dickens novel, he has a wealthy... Oh, family member and Whoa. he's inheriting but he also has to buy from it at whom? the same time who is is god so, someone cousin someone or is, from a cousin it's unclear but okay so what we're setting up though this very 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 long thing that he just told us was just like hype 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 about yahweh and then right at the end and then Yahweh, you said, even though this city is being captured by the Babylonians, that you, me, that I, (laughs) Jeremiah, (laughs) should buy this field, and you told me to pay for it in cash or shekels of gold or whatever, and to make sure there are witnesses. Can I get a witness? Dot, dot, dot. Uh That's who he's like, what's what's up? What's the deal? What's the deal? Here's Yahweh's response. Okay. Then came the word of Yahweh to Jeremiah saying, Behold, I am Yahweh, the God of all flesh. Oh my. Is there anything too hard for me? I mean, we'll have to see. Therefore, thus says Yahweh, Behold, I will give this city into the hand of the Chaldeans and into the hand of Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, and he shall take it. And the Chaldeans who fight against this city shall come and set this city on fire and burn it with the houses on whose roofs they have offered incense to Baal Jeez, calm and down. poured out drink offerings to other gods to provoke me to anger. Mm, hate that. For the children of Israel and the children of Judah have done only that which was evil in my sight from their youth. For the children of Israel have only provoked me to anger with the work of their hands, says Yahweh. For this city has been to me 
a provocation of my anger and of my wrath from the day that they built it, even to this day, that I should remove it from before my face. <laughs> I mean, sure, whatever. God, go nuts. <laughs> like, I, I hate I this never, city so much. I've never liked this city, ever. It's the worst. Yeah. I need to remove it from my face. <laughs> because <laughs> of all the evil of the children of Israel and of the children of Judah, which they have done to provoke me to anger, they, their kings, their princes, their priests, and their prophets, and the men of Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. They have turned to me the back and not the face. And though I taught them, rising up early and teaching them, yet they have not listened to receive instruction. But they set their abominations in the house which is called by my name to defile it. They built the high places of Baal, which are in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to cause their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire to Molech. Oh, haven't heard from Molech in a while. That's fine. Oh, hey, Molech. What's up? Which... Yeah. Hey, what's up? Which, <laughs> by the way, I didn't command them. Mm. Neither did it come into my mind that they should do this abomination to cause Judah to sin. Now, therefore, thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, concerning this city about which you say... It is given into the hand of the king of Babylon by the sword and by the famine and by the pestilence. Behold, I will gather them out of all the countries where I have driven them in my anger and in my wrath and in great indignation, and I will bring them again to this place, and I will cause them to dwell safely, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God, and I will give them one heart and one way that they may fear me forever for the good of them and of their children after them. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them that I will not turn away from following them. But he do does them good. all the time. I know he really does. <laughs> and Gosh. I will I'm just saying put my fear in their hearts that they may not depart from me. But they will. Yes, I will rejoice over them. <laughs> to do them good. And I will plant them in this land assuredly with my whole heart and my whole soul. For thus says Yahweh, like as I have brought all this great evil on this people, so will I bring on them all the good that I have promised them. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, he's finally getting to his point. Finally, 20 verses later. Okay. Please. Yes. Fields shall be bought in this land about which you say, it is yeah. desolate without man or animal. It is given into the hand of the Chaldeans. Men shall buy fields for money and subscribe the deeds and seal them and call witnesses in the land of Benjamin and in the places about Jerusalem and in the cities of Judah and in the cities of the hill country and in the cities of the lowland and in the cities of the south. For I will cause their captivity to return, says Yahweh. Okay, so this, Hashtag late stage capitalism. Yeah, exactly. It's like, don't worry. Capitalism's <laughs> still going to be there. Your deed's still going to be honored right. or returned to you or, or something. So yeah. no worries. Mm -hmm. Don't even mm -hmm. worry. It's not going to be a bad investment. Trust me. Yeah. Basically, he's going to restore <sighs> all of the property ownership. Good. Good. Listen, everyone needs to calm down. Okay? <laughs> Seriously. Goodness. Wow. Goodness. Wow. I could really use some psalms as a palate cleanser, personally, yeah, please, after getting Jace, through all that. Give it to us, please. I mean, well, I'm glad Yahweh well, didn't kill anyone, <laughs> but he was saying a lot of stuff. Yes. Yes, a lot of stuff. Well, I have a fun surprise for you because Ooh. we would like to welcome to the stage Drunk Bible Study and the Sons of Korah singing <laughs> their songs. Wow. This is a special theme song for the Sons of Korah. Yeah. I love it. It's so mumperty. So this is exactly. I spent some time searching for a good Mumford esque. Oh man, I need to. I need to whip out this. a washboard to play. Indeed. Oh yeah. Just dance, Denniker. This is Psalm 48, a song, a psalm by the Sons of Korah. No, I do. I am very tempted to just try to sing it. Oh, great is Yahweh. You know, but I'm not going to do that. One great is Yahweh and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in his holy mountain. Beautiful in elevation. The joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the north sides. The city of the great king. God has shown himself in her citadels as a refuge. For behold, kings assembled themselves. They passed by together 
They saw it and they were amazed. They were dismayed. <laughs> they hurried away. Uh, <laughs> Unclear about how that <laughs> went down. <laughs> Trembling took hold of them there. Pain as of a woman in travail. Oh, yeah, classic drink. drink. With the east wind, you break the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen in the city of Yahweh of armies, in the city of our God, God will establish it forever. Selah. We have thought about your loving kindness, God, in the middle of your temple. As is your name, God, so is the praise to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk around Zion and go around her. Number its towers. Notice her bulwarks. Consider her palaces, that you may tell it to the next generation. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to death. Oh, God, what a good cool. band. <laughs> this band slaps. rules. Yeah. Really All right, Psalm 49. For the chief musician, a psalm by the sons of Korah. (laughs) (laughs) Hear this, all you peoples. Listen, all you inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth will speak words of wisdom. My heart will utter understanding. I will incline my ear to a proverb. I will solve my riddle on the harp. That is so epic. I love that. Wow. That line right there. I will solve my riddle on That's the harp. Good one. You gotta you gotta make like a harp song now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking I should buy a harp. It is an oh, instrument that I'm lacking. I mean, I've always loved harps, but that that's it's yeah. not practical at all. <laughs> not even a no. little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why should I fear in the days of evil? when iniquity at my heels surrounds me. Those who trust in their wealth and boast in the multitude of their riches, none of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give God a ransom for him. For the redemption of their life is costly. No payment is ever enough that he should live on forever, that he should not see corruption. For he sees that wise men die, likewise the fool and the senseless perish, and leave their wealth to others. Their inward thought is that their houses will endure forever and their dwelling places to all generations. They name their lands after themselves. But man, despite his riches, doesn't endure. He is like the animals that perish. This is the destiny of those who are foolish and those who approve their sayings. Selah. Selah. They are appointed as a flock for Sheol. Death shall be their shepherd. The upright shall have dominion over them in the morning. Their beauty shall decay in Sheol, far from their mansion. But God will redeem my soul from the power of Sheol, for he will receive me. Selah. Don't be afraid when a man is made rich, when the glory of his house is increased. For when he dies, he will carry nothing away. His glory won't descend after him. Though while he lived, he blessed his soul, and men praise you when you do well for yourself, he shall go to the generation of his fathers. They shall never see the light. A man who has riches without understanding is like the animals that perish. Wow. Okay. The only problem great, is I think it made song. it a little. I, mean, I think it made it a little too good. I love it. I think. I think these are these are good. These are fun I, times. That's the thing. I one hundred percent could see Mumford and Sons taking some of these lines and just making them their own. They probably already have. They, probably they have. are fairly biblical. Yes. Yeah. One of the Mumfords, like their dad, is a pastor or something. Oh, so I think okay. it's fairly well, that makes biblical sense. in nature. It's like between yeah. grabbing like Bible lines yeah. and lines from Shakespeare, yeah. right? they're, yeah. you know, that's all their songs. For sure. Yeah. The, all the like imagery is good and it's been used so much that when you use it in something else, it has that like timeless feeling. Yeah. And I think it's great. I think it's great. I'm excited for this concert <laughs> that we put together. How many with more the Sons of how many more psalms of 
of Korra are we going to have, do you think? That's a good question. I guess we could look that up in the bonus. That is a good question. Okay. Yeah, maybe we should look yeah. that up. Great. How how long do we get to have fun yeah. before we're back? <laughs> before David is back. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Take it home, Emily. Oh, is it me? Is it yeah, me? it's oh, you. My. Okay, me, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah, do it. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including early releases, cocktail recipes from me, personal toasts on this show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes telling other people what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email at info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Decker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of The The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Oh, shit. I'm not-